WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio to be a blessing. You have to get yourself in the exchange of God. Genesis 8.22 says as long as the earth remains, there will be sea time. And you're in the wrong system. The curse system was sweating and toiling. I'm in the heavenly economy of sea time and harvest. So sea time and harvest goes much longer than wages. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new. I feel it coming. Fresh Guide and shield me. I shall not lack. You got to get this and hold on to this and not waver in this because the enemy will give you a shortcut. Every time I'm on the verge of a breakthrough, he pulls up in a red Lamborghini. Pastor, what are you trying to say? He always wants to give me a shortcut. All my mistakes will come trying to do it fast. (sighs) Philippians 4.19 says this, And my God will liberally supply, fill until full your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Cain, trust me. Psalms 37, 25, David said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken. No, their seed begging for bread. I used to come home all the time. And my mom would have all these jokers at the house, eating up all the food. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Who's he? Who's in my pot? Who is she? Joe, don't worry about nothing. We have plenty of food. Mama, the pot empty. Pot empty. Ain't no plenty of food up in here. Don't worry, baby. Let me make some more. No! They ate my food. Mama, we, we can't make it if you begin with all the food. Joma, listen to me. God always take care of me, you know. God always take care. God make a way. <laughs> That's patois, a little bit. My mother said, Jomo, I don't know how it works, but I know as I feed people, I've never lacked anything. I can't bring you the scripture, son, but I just want you to know, as I feed people, God always supplies for me. And as I complained about my mother giving away all our food, I went to look at our food pantry and we don't give away all our food. I become my mother. You know, it's funny how you talk about them when you're young and all of a sudden you wake up, you just like them. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. 
You are not the first person to be in the spot you're in. Trust God. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 says this. Ooh, ooh. But it's been written, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither enter the heart of man what God has in store for those who walk uprightly. No good thing shall God withhold from those who walk uprightly. You got to trust him. When you can't touch him, trust him. When you can't track him, trust him. He won't fail you. He won't fail you. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but this word shall remain. His word shall remain. Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. You got to trust him. Genesis 4 and 8, as I close Genesis Came talk with Abel's brother about what God had said. Wow. And the Bible says when they were alone, he killed them. Why is it when someone tries to help you, correct you, you want to kill them? Anybody try to help somebody? This is this a, this a popular one. This is a popular one right here. You tell your friend that their boyfriend or girlfriend are cheating on them, and then they fight you. Anybody had that one for? Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out, time out, time out! I'm telling you what's happening to you, and now you attacking. You know what? I'm good. I hope you get everything. <laughs> That wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. No, but have you tried to help somebody before and they weren't ready? Try to give them truth, but they, they, they rebuked truth. And then what it was, Cain was jealous that Abel got accepted and he didn't. But God said, son, if you do right, you will be accepted. So God even gave him a second chance. And still. Now, let, let, me, let me give you a global perspective on what I just taught you. I started with John 10.10. 10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. When Adam and Eve took the fruit from the tree God told them not to touch, that's called what? Stealing. It didn't belong to them. Mm-hmm. So then the son of a thief does what his father did. God says, listen, don't. So then that stealing led to what? Kill it. Then you go a few generations down, and God said, I'm done with all of y'all. I'm going to destroy the earth and start all. See, what you don't realize is you're playing checkers. The devil's playing chess. You just think it's just a little issue. But what you've done is you've opened the door, and then you wonder why. 
all your stuff getting wrecked, why your car stay broke. The Bible says in Matthew, when you get a spirit out, and if you let that spirit back in, it comes back stronger. What are you saying? Some of you have defeated this situation. And then you fall and you backslide. Come on, you all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all come to church for about two months and you backslide. You come back, come you like a bad transmission. <laughs> Anybody had a bad transmission? Nothing. <laughs> and you're not going from faith to faith to glory, to glory, you're going from two steps forward, two steps back, back and forth, and you're never really gaining any ground because, see, you don't stay on the treadmill long enough. So you miss it. And then you say, okay, I'm going to commit for six months. But you don't realize the spirit that came back is stronger. He says this, you must master it. You can master it, but you have a decision you got to make. There's some things the Bible says I stop arguing about. You know, some of y'all still debate. Pray, don't pray. Well, the Bible says pray without ceasing. Hmm. Hmm. What am I going to do? Okay, okay. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Do I feel like going to church today? I don't know. Some days I feel like a nut. Some days I don't. I don't know what I feel. (laughs) The Bible says, give, and it shall be given unto you. The Bible says, if there's an option to give or not to give, just give. So, pastor, I don't know what I should do. Well, let me help you. God said, whatever you sow, whatever it is, it will come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and what? Why do you make it so deep? What he said, do. And then once you get the discipline to do it, it gets easier. I was a zero giver. Everyone say zero. Didn't come to church. Didn't want to come to church. Then I got saved. And then I said, I talked to my brother, Mike Moulton. I said, Mike, I see it says give. He says, Jomo, what's the problem? They want a percent. He says, and? I said, I don't know about that part. He says, okay. Well, then don't do it, Jomo. I said, that's what I'm going to do. He said, but Jomo, either you're going to believe all of it or believe none of it. Because the Bible says all of this is God breathed. So I said, Charmaine, what are we going to do? And then we did it. And then we chirped up a little bit doing some financial struggles. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder, 
if God still speaks? And the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Everyone say truth. And I say, you know what, man, I'm tired. I'm tired of playing games. Let's lock in. And now we've been going maybe good 18 years. Or say about 18 years. Amen. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There's some stuff that happened to Jomo. You can't even fathom. There's some stuff people have given me. Listen. All I'm saying is, he said, try me. If you've tried everything else, you tried the club, you tried him, and you tried her. Did did he say that? You don't try everything else? You don't try everything else? All I'm saying is try Jesus. If you tried everything else, oh. Did he go there? Did he go there? I went there. I ain't scared of you. Wisdom keys, I got two. I got two. I got two. I got two. It's all about faith. Look what it says. Hebrews chapter 11 is called the Faith Hall of Fame. This is where you want to be, y'all. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which it is testified of him that he was righteous, upright, and right standing with God. And God testified by accepting his gifts, and though he died, yet through this act of faith, he still speaks. Let me teach you real quick. You don't have to give anything at any time. It is free will. Don't ever feel guilt, shame, or compulsion to give. I want you to get to the place in your way. See, the Old Testament was what we can do for God. The New Testament is what God has done for us. Jesus says, I'm going to give it all. No more sacrifices, no more blood offerings, no more bulls, no more goats. I'm going to put it all on the line. I'm going to kill. I'm going to finish that. Now, I don't want you to give out a guilt or obligation. I want to give out a love. Because, see, if I got to force you to give me things, that's not love. 
Love gives freely. So he says, now, son, I want you to give because you love me. Not because I got you on a measurement or, no, because you love me. And all of a sudden, I got free. Now, many pastors are scared to teach this because they're afraid that people won't give. I ain't scared. I want you to understand it's love, love. God so loved the world that he gave his own. That's what it's about. It's about love and who you love, you give to. That's it. So whether you say, I want to give 1% or 20, as God grows in you, your giving grows. Why? Because Christ formed in me is the hope of glory. So once you get the revelation that all I am is belongs to him, then giving becomes easy. Giving's a struggle when you still think it's yours. That's when you struggle. It's my money, my, my, okay, you still at the baby level. But once you understand that whatever God has given you, you are a steward Meaning you are temporarily in control of something that does not belong to you. When you get to that place, now you're free. Now God can use you. Because see, you got yourself out of the way. He will provide all your needs. Because he's faithful. Ah, let's go my last key. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor. You got to make a decision. Look what it says. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Here it is, y'all. Then you will always, then you will always, then you will always, then you will always have everything you need. And here it is, plenty left over to share with others. Everyone say overflow. Come on, say overflow. So what happens, people shouldn't touch your needs. They should be touching your overflow. Ah, you should have so much overflow when someone has a need, it don't even bother you because you got so much overflow. Everyone say, I live in the overflow. Come on, say, I live in the overflow. Pastor Ty came in my office. He said, Pastor, uh, there's, a, there's a brother that needs something. I said, what he need? He said, he told me the situation for saying, I, I, I had a wad. I said, G- give it to him. I don't have to count it. I don't have to stress about it. Because ah, I see, because see, I, I understand that that's my overflow. Everyone say overflow. So I, I, I'm living in the overflow. So when you live in the overflow, and by the way, your spouse, your family, they should be getting your overflow. Because see, if they're not giving your overflow, that means you're living in a deficit. Because you should be so full of the Spirit that when they see you, oh, they're getting your overflow. Because guess what? Now, now no negative communication comes out of my life because I'm full of the Spirit and you're living on my overflow. See, see, pe- see when you get to the place that people are living on your overflow, nothing bothers you because, see, I'm self-sufficient in Christ. Uh, he already supplied all my needs. See, my joy is not in my marriage or my kids. My joy is in Him. So now when I meet people... And talk with people, they're just saying, why are you so nice? I said, it's my overflow. Because, see, I've been in God's presence, and I'm full of him, and I'm living on the overflow. So when you live on the overflow, it seems like things don't bother you. Why? Because I understand that the cru- God crucified the flesh. I'm living in my overflow. Look at this word. Look at this, y'all. And the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be reminded forever. Here it is, y'all. For God is the one 
See, see, God is the one who provides seed, the another translation says, for the sower. Why would God give seed if you're not going? So sometimes God can't release what he want to release to you because he knows that you are a dead end. God is looking for funnels that he can flow through, that he knows that when they say, can you do it? You say, yes, Lord. And what happens when you get to that place in your faith, that when the need comes, you can say, yes, Lord. Every time you say, yes, Lord, he releases more because he wants you to have more than enough because he, he wants you to be that person. Look what it says. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and bread to eat. Here it is, y'all. In the same way, he will provide and increase, all here it is, your resources that produce a great harvest of generosity in who? So the goal is he wants to multiply you so that when it's time and there's needs, you won't have to if and but and if and but. Oh, Lord, I, you make my head hurt. Anybody, I don't feel the if and but, if and but. Who, who gonna pay for dinner? Who gonna, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't, don't, I don't want to talk about that. Don't, I, don't, let's not talk about who gonna pay for dinner. Don't. I'm living on my overflow. I'm living on my overflow. I'm living on my overflow. I see a need. I try to find out how I can be a part of a solution. I see a need. Charmaine, what you want to do? Uh, let's do this. Boom. Charmaine, I, I want to help this. What do you want to do? Boom. What, what do you want to do? Boom. See, see, the Bible says that we are blessed to be a blessing. You have to get yourself in the exchange of God. Genesis 8.22 says, as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time. And you're in the wrong system. The curse system was sweating and toiling. I'm in the heavenly economy of seed time and harvest. So seed time and harvest goes much longer than wages. Because God says, I give it to you 30-fold, 60-fold. See, now you got to get yourself in the right economy because, see, in the heaven's economy, there is no recession, there is no lack, there's more than enough. And he says in the Lord's Prayer, as it is in heaven, so it's... Look at the next neighbor. Close them doors. Windows, too. And step into what God said. He said he'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing so much more. And it's, it's funny. If you study for a year, study your bills, study your finances, study it all. Real talk. And see how much calamity, breakdowns, and things that just seem to always happen to you. And you do a total number on all the mishaps, mistakes, breakdowns, and just unusual things happening to you. If you total that number up, it would be more than you would have to give in time. Why, Pastor? The Bible says you are cursed. I didn't say that. The Bible said it. So you will look back and you'll count all the breakdowns and shutdowns, and it would have been cheaper. 
to just do what God, but you do that for yourself. Study yourself. It seems like things always keep going. Look at the neighbor, neighbor. I don't know who he's talking about, but I'm shutting my door. Bow your heads, close your eyes. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.